Welcome to the world of tomorrow. They say the new millennium began the day progress was finished. A domed metropolis of the world's greatest minds. A permanent showcase of American ingenuity. Built on the swamplands of central Florida. In this self-styled city of the future, 50,000 temporary residents live, work, and occasionally die. This episode of The World of Tomorrow is sponsored by The Field Guide to Tiki Decorating. And now, Murder in Progress, Chapter 4. Here's the tea on progress, and I'm serving it to you right from the kettle, scalding hot, Earl Grey style. So coat your taste buds in asbestos and get ready for it. Everyone in progress wants you to believe that they have seen the future and it works. They want you to believe that technocrats can run things in some sort of pure meritocracy, But the men who designed this place forgot about something. Human beings. The truth is, progress works the same way everywhere works. Grease palm trees, family connections, you scratch my ass, and I'll scratch yours. Everyone else may have bought it. The newspapers, the academics, school guidance counselors, which, yes, are a subset of the academics, but a very specific one. There was only one man who was willing to tell the truth. Alan Atlas. And he gave us what I can say without exaggeration was the best television show of all time. Mysteries of Progress. Every week, he'd start the show the same way. Progress, the city where if you can dream it, you can do it. But one man's dreams can be another's nightmares. And then he'd go into the story of the week. When are the genetic experiments on our food going too far? Was it a lab accident gone wrong or something much more? What's in the muddy Voting continues, but tomatoes grown on trees, fertilizers for the person who is finding only his lab assistant slash lover knows for sure. But her excuses are coming up a little bit. Sure. Find out in 20,000 tonight. Stay tuned for the tale of the technician of temptation. And that's how I finally heard about Eve. Okay, I didn't know I was dating her sister until, well, yesterday. But you see, some people saw that show and thought progress was a lie hiding behind a mask. I watched that show and I said to myself, you know what? I can work with this. It seemed to me like a town with this many mysteries needed someone to solve a few of them. And unlike Alan Atlas, I wasn't in it for the public access and late night syndication, fame and glory. So you decided to try and solve one of ours? Uh... No, I, no I, I, I don't think I said that. Wait, check the tape. Can, can she check the tape? Excuse me, did I say that? 
It seemed to me like a town with this many mysteries needed someone to solve a few of them. And unlike Alan Atlas, I wasn't in it for the public access and late night syndication oh, fame and glory. Okay, okay. I, I might have mistakenly implied that, but people make mistakes all the time. They certainly do. Can, can I have some more water? I seem to be out of water. Can someone bring Mr. Less a third pitcher of water? Thank you. What time is it? They should, they should really put clocks in this room. It's an intimidation tactic. We don't have them in the county jail, either. Keeps you on your toes until we get you to confess. Now, I would have thought a seasoned professional like yourself would have known that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and you are, what, another intimidation tactic? I'm just sitting here, passing the time until you tell us why you were in the primary murder suspect's apartment. With her key. I told you. Annie gave me that key for emergencies. Ah, emergencies. So you were close. I don't know what you would call, like, whatever sister-in-law's is when you're dating. You know, sister in, we're not ready for a label yet. I don't, whatever, we were that. But she trusted you enough to let you have a key. Obviously. Do you trust her? So far. Rick! Hi, Tim. Thank you so much. I'm with him. I will be collecting my things, and it's been wonderful. You know, you've been an excellent host. The water was oh, from Florida, but thank you. Sit down. And sitting. Deputy, would you excuse us? Some people with Progress Security would like to have a word with him. Of course. Now I'll be outside if you need a real cop. Oh, before you go, uh, you all took a circular camera of mine, and I was wondering... Oh, you're walking out the door. Tim, I want to introduce you to someone. This is... Chief Maxian, head of Progress Security. Rick has been filling me in on your unique relationship with the department. I wouldn't call it unique. You aren't the only private investigative detective in Progress? Well, being the only of something doesn't make it unique. That's the literal definition of the word. I don't think Progress would grant a business license to something as sketch as a private investigator, do you? Claim you were inventing a bubblegum that cured syphilis and they'd give you a free office. We'd also remind you that gum was still illegal in progress. Let me quote from your business charter, less security and surveillance, developer and purveyor of new surveillance technologies. This is what you're doing with your time? Am I spending all my days engineering new ways of letting government agencies spy on the populi? I believe that you are legal fiction, Mr. Less. I'm a what now? You are a businessman in progress whose primary business is not their stated business, if you follow. It doesn't much matter, to be honest. Emphasis on the word legal in that phrase. What makes you unique is that your alleged activities means that you are granted a nearly unlimited surveillance consultant access with progress security. You know what that means. I go where I want to? For the stated purpose of testing field equipment, yes. What's more, there's nothing I could do about it, even if I wanted to. I hope we understand each other, Mr. Less. Chief Maxian is saying she wants us to all be friends. I believe there is a market in progress for your services. As long as we're all friendly, Mr. Less. Please, please. Mr. Less was my father. No, wait. He was a doctor. Mr. Less was my great-grandfather? Timothy, then. This was interesting. Uncle John's accountant had helped me set this whole thing up. Uncle John wasn't kidding when he told me that this man was good at his job. So am I free to, uh, how do I low-key put this, go home now? As friends, 
there is a matter we'd like to discuss. Do you know an Evelyn Regina Moore? Well, I didn't know her middle name was Regina. You were at her apartment today. Yes. When is the last time you spoke with her? Where are we going with this? Tim, she murdered Liam Crawford. I don't think so. Take a look at this, friend. One. We know that Crawford and Moore were lovers, most likely prior to her employment at AKIP. She had almost unlimited access to the building. As a tour guide? No. Annie's a tour guide, and she couldn't get me in to see the hem- fish exhibit. Well, the other guides didn't. L- look here. Here's a list of everyone's clearance status a week before the murder. She had the third highest clearance for that building. It was Crawford, and I.O., and then her. That doesn't prove anything. Two, her DNA was found on his body and his clothes. You knew they were together. Besides, I can get some DNA made up at the drugstore right now. Three, they had a public fight the week before. I can't imagine that's rare. Have you met her? Four, she's got a history. Ah, you've seen the show. Apparently it's nothing like that, which is weird, because usually mysteries of progress... Five, she was the only other person in the building that night, besides the security guard. You've met the security guard. Do you think it was the security guard? Here's a list of all the front door scans in and out for the day. She didn't come until 4.45 p.m. Liam arrived late that night. Everyone else scanned in the morning or right after lunch and scanned out by 6. Do you have her on camera? The cameras at AKIP are just for show. They're non-functional. They wanted their employees to think they were working, but didn't want to risk someone hacking into them. Huh, that's convenient. It's also true. I saw it after you left. They weren't even plugged in. How'd she get out? Fire exit? Just avoided the scanner? Who knows? It doesn't matter. As everyone else left, she came in. Look, she's guilty, Tim. I know you don't want it to be her. Do you know where she is? If I did, and I'm not saying I do. Is it your apartment? Maybe. We already looked there. What? Don't you need a warrant? Tim, this is progress. Did you read your lease before you signed it? I looked it over. And the DNA collection waiver? The what now? If she was there, she's gone. If you see her, you have to stop helping her. At this point, you're actively aiding a fugitive. She broke into my house. Calm down, Tim. Your passcode was a a a a a a a a At two, Rike? Any idea where she could have gone? No. Would you tell us if you knew? Yes. And I meant it, too. I didn't see any way out of it. All I kept asking myself was, how am I going to tell Annie? (sighs) What can I say? She took me for a chump. Is that why you helped her? Yeah, that's why I helped her. Tim. What? You just confessed to actively aiding and abetting a fugitive. Well, that's not what I said. Read the transcript. Chief Maxian, is that why you helped her? Timothy Less, yes, that's why I helped her. Oh, where did you come from? I've been here the whole time. Do we really have to? Yes. We enforce the law. He had clearance. Yes, I have clearance. He knowingly entered a scene of interest to investigators by furnishing a fish-related false name in order to tamper with evidence. Book him. All right. Tim, you heard her. Come with me. Rick took me down the hall to the sheriff's substation. Officially, it was one of their guys who took my identification, fingerprints, mugshot, and then returned me to the Progress holding cell, where they asked if I consented to a cheek swab, retina scan, 
and tranquilizing suppository to keep me calm while I waited for the arraignment. I agreed to two out of the three. Progress Security didn't have police powers exactly, and also did. It'd be misleading to call it a gray area, considering it was all codified in documents longer than a Russian novel, but the print was so fine, it looked like gray from a distance. Apparently, the holdup was what exactly to charge me with. There were fine shades between the charges Progress had at their disposal. In the end, they went with a lesser crime that they thought would be easier to stick. Criminal misrepresentation of an aquatic animal. Lawyers, am I right? It was past midnight when I got before a county judge. Bail is set at $10,000. You can pay the bailiff. Like fun I could pay the bailiff. I wanted to use my one video chat to clue in Bay, but I'd be foregoing the opportunity of being sprung from the Who's Gal. I needed 10k tonight. There was only one person I know with that kind of dosh. Let me rephrase that. There's only one person I know with that kind of dosh whose wife has an overwhelming sense of Napoleon devotion to me and can easily have his gonads twisted. Uncle John, you look happy to see me. For once, Timothy, I can honestly tell you that that's the case. Let me rephrase. You don't look like a man who's just had to finance the monetary equivalent of a compact economy car tonight in order to bail out his business partner... Not your business partner. ...from spending more of his evening in the clink. Instead, it's more like the cat who caught the, um... I want to say laser pointer? Well, Tim, this is a smile of validation. Can I be frank with you for a minute? Yes? You see, it's not just your inability to apply yourself to any task at hand. And it's not just that you get distracted by the most meaningless and trivial of diversions. Or that you think you could do my job better than me, despite both my 20 years of experience and my possessing an IQ higher than that of a goldfish in a remedial program. Wait, who is a goldfish? It's also your face. Have you ever heard the German word... Back five fingers I don't think so. Well, look it up in a dictionary when you get home. None of this answers why you're smiling like a cat that's lost its mittens. That is not a saying that people use. Your Aunt Sarah always had a soft spot for you for some reason, but even she knew that sending me out in the wee hours to bail you out of jail was a step too far. Oh, but you desperately needed help, she told me. I was the only one, she told me. And so, an understanding was reached. And this concordat you made with the MRS. Do I want to know what the tit for the tat was? Oh, the tit was you. You were the tit. Me? No more. You will remove yourself from my office. You will no longer use my secretary, my spare desk, my clients, my stapler, or my pens. All right, all right, I get the idea. I put up $10,000 for the privilege of not having to deal with Timothy Less' private eye. Well, better hope I show up for that court date. Oh, if you don't, I will personally fill out Progress Form 497-B, wait the requisite five business days, receive my bounty hunter license in the mail, and track you down using any means I deem necessary. You've put a surprising amount of thought and also research into this. Don't try me. Tomorrow you can clear off your desk. I won't be in the office. Okay, then. I'll see you at Christmas, I guess. And there I was. 
standing in the middle of the street like the world's most depressing road work ahead sign. As of tomorrow, I had zero prospects for income, no place to work even if I did, and an ironclad criminal case against me working its way through the system. I needed a drink. If you're looking to turn an empty room into a tropical paradise, look no further than The Field Guide to Tiki Decorating. Written by Trader Brandon, the decorator of both Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar and Grog Grotto. Learn how to antique and rust props, create fake bamboo, and more. Available now online at TraderBrandon.com. And now, Murder in Progress, Chapter 4. It started raining outside. Hard. You didn't get wet under the dome, but there was something the engineers didn't account for. The cacophony of sound. During a thunderstorm, it sounded like the world was exploding. And here in progress, it could rain and rain and rain. It was a little better inside, so I headed for the only place I saw that was open. The sign said 24 hours, and that was good enough for me. Scotch and soda. Light on the soda. Uh, I'm sorry? No scotch? Bourbon, then. Uh, Oh, very sorry. Rye? Sir, uh, this is a deli? Ah. There's a sign outside. It says, Luge's 24-hour deli. It's pretty large. Are there any other places around here that can mix a... You know what? I'd settle for any place that can pour alcohol into a glass. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of places to drink, but uh, I think they'll close at like nine. Well, that's progress for you. Can I still sit here at the bar? When it's in a deli, we call it the counter, but sure, sure. Can I bring you anything? A soda or a milkshake? What's the strongest thing you got? Ah... Uh... How do you feel about fermented fish? Well, it's not my favorite thing to ferment. You seem like you're having a bad day. I'll see what I can do. The bartender, or whatever they call the deli equivalent, came back with a bottle of clear liquid. I couldn't read the label, but it had an excessive amount of umlauts. We don't have a liquor license, but you seem like you could use it, so... I won't tell if you don't. Uh, Cheers. (coughs) What is that? (coughs) (laughs) Akivit. That's what it's supposed to taste like. You know, you're the second person today I had to break this out for. Really? Who was the first? He's, uh, sitting over there at that booth, uh, Nursing a tuna salad sandwich. Poor guy. Lost his job today. Luge tilted his head towards the corner, where the only other person in progress with any tangible interest in the delicatessery arts. He was a big guy, facing the wall, but his shoulders were bobbing up and down like he was sobbing into a sandwich. That's a shame. You lose your job or your girl? Well, neither. Sort of both. Hold up a minute, uh. 
I'm gonna go over and look to see if he needs anything. What I couldn't get over was how Eve had fooled me like that. I thought I was a pretty good judge, but the chief laid the whole thing out in black and white. But I was blinded by a sob story. Anything else I can get for you, friend? No, but I, I don't think so. I'll, I'll go now. How much do I owe you? I recognize that voice. Where did I know him from? I don't know what I'm going to tell Ma. She was so proud when I got that job. That's it. He was a security guard from AKIP. Of course they fired him. You don't get to keep your security job when you lose your CTO on the first day. That's just careless. I... I, I don't even know what I did wrong. Of course you know what you did wrong. Your boss ended up tripping over a railing. Weird it was his first day, though. What are the odds of that when you think about it? Most people who get a job in progress stay as long as their visa lets them. I, I look at the screen. I read the name. I look at the picture. I look at the face. They all match, and I let them in. I wonder if you remembered seeing Eve. I only let five people in that night. Five? The list I saw had dozens. Why didn't Progress Security just pull his shift? All right, I had to know. Hey, buddy. I don't know if you remember me. What? Oh, hey, it's you. You bought me a tuna salad to answer some questions. That's right. Yes, yes, that was me. And I'm hoping that feeling of brotherly goodwill extends to answering just a couple more. James, was it? Or John? Robert? Michael? William? Bill. Bill, that's right, that's right. I knew I'd get there if I just started going through the most popular names in descending order. So I couldn't help but overhearing about the job situation. Yeah, after all I gave them. Yeah, but how much had you given them? Well, there was a six-hour training course, and I had to buy these shoots. Right, yeah, so... Your whole shift? Only five people came in? Yeah. Well, it started at four. We got 12-hour shifts, you know? At that point, most people are leaving. And you don't have to check them when they're leaving, so, you know, only half the work. It it was a pretty sweet gig. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, was one of them a girl? You know, medium weight, average height, brown hair, normal face and such... I don't know, maybe? Uh, one of them was a woman, dark hair, kind of pulled back. She looked really young, but she was an executive type. No, 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 that's not her. She's a tour guide. You know, hold on. New chime to Annie. Chime me a photo of Eve. Sorry to wake you. Be important. Send. Uh, who else, who else? Uh, new chime to John. Chime me a photo of Eve. Sorry to wake you. Be important. Send. Wait, wait. New chime to John. That means very important. Send. Okay, who else, who else, who else? Bayan, maybe? I'll give it a shot. New chime to Bayan. Uh, do you have a photo of Eve? Chime it to me ASAP. Send. Wait, what, what's this about again? I should probably get home. Uh, milkshakes. You want a milkshake? Yeah, of course you do. You know, uh, Two milkshakes, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, well, somebody answers my chime. <clears throat> So, rain's still coming down. Sure is. So, let's see, one more person who might be up. Oh, new chime to Eve. Chime me a pic of yourself. Send. 
Wait, new message to Eve. Not like that. Just a picture of what you look like. ASAP and THK. Send. Oh, hi. Sorry, I, I was in the back. Uh, you want a milkshake? Ooh, could I get a strawberry? Picture chime from Eve. This. This is her. Did you see her? Ah, no, I didn't see her. Are you sure? Yeah, there were only five people. But she was on the records I saw. She came in at 4.45. Records? Uh, Oh, for the door, I guess. Yeah, for the doors, where you scan in. But you scan in twice. What? Yeah, once at the door, once at the gate by the desk. So they must have shown me the door scans. But you checked the people who actually entered by name and sight. That means that someone could scan in at the door with a key card and then... Sorry, did you want me to say something now? I'm not sure where you're going with this. Use a... Wait, what do they use to scan in at the gate? Oh, bracelet. Use a different bracelet there? I, I guess you could. So, okay, two milkshakes, one strawberry, one chocolate. Enough with the milkshakes, okay? How would you prove it? Could I get mine to go? It was the strawberry. A woman's life is at stake, man. Well, probably not her whole life. Maybe 30. Parole in 15. 15 years of a woman's life is at stake. I don't know. I don't know if the system keeps it. You don't know? So you do want the milkshake? I mean, I wrote it down. You wrote it down? What? Like, with a pen? It was a number two pencil. Where's the sheet of paper? Oh, I don't know. It was in a logbook on a clipboard. A logbook? You're telling me the most advanced computer company in the world had no cameras and kept track of who was entering their top secret facility on a clipboard? Why would they do that? I finished getting whatever details I could, paid for the shakes, and grabbed a Pavigate home. It didn't make financial sense to run the people movers and monorails after midnight. You could normally use them to go places, but after that time, they were programmed only to take you home, not out or somewhere else. So, you know, thanks, Mom. I looked up to my window, and it's deja vu again. There was a lamp on in my apartment window, which means someone was triggering the motion-activated lights. Ugh, this day is the woat! I didn't have the energy anymore. And come to think of it, Progress Security had taken my coin gun. Alright, who's there? Tim. No, I'm Tim. You're... Oh, Annie, what are you doing here? I didn't know what else to do. Something happened with Eve. Sit down. They arrested her. Progress security picked up Eve? I think a SWAT team in the whole production. How did they find her? Apparently, she sent out a chime. I have no idea why. She knows how the system works. They tracked her down in five minutes. Oh. Yeah, that would do it, wouldn't it? She heard them and called me right before they came. Why would she have sent a chime? Who would she have even sent one to? Well, you know... Eve knows what she's doing. What could have been so urgent that she had to give away her location? I think we need to focus on what's important right now, Annie. What's important is my sister is in jail for a murder she didn't commit. You saw her earlier today, right? Is there anything she said? She told me she didn't murder Liam Crawford. Well, 
Yes. Good. I guess. You don't believe her? I don't know. Annie, like it or not, your sister was into something sketch. The dramatis personae alone should make me want to forget the whole thing. Maybe she did Bonnie his Clyde. Maybe he had it coming. There was a lot Eve wouldn't tell me, but she never lied to me. Annie gave me one of those looks, and I knew the discussion was over. She was a big basket of sunshine, but she wasn't gullible. If she knew Eve was telling the truth, then so it was written and so it was done. I told her about my conversation with the security guard. I mean, that's it. We've got to get that log. How would we find it? This didn't happen by accident, Tim. We have to assume this was a setup. The security guard said there were five people on that list. Okay, we find the list, we can prove that Eve wasn't there, and get five suspects in the process. Four. One's the Crawford, you know? Look, we're not doing anything else tonight. I need sleep. Alright, it's been a day. I'll turn my chime back on. You turned your chime off? Of course. I knew they were monitoring me. I didn't want to forget and send something by mistake. Personally, I start to shake when I don't have access to my chime. Annie didn't suffer from that affliction. I kissed her on the forehead and went to sleep. I had spent so long thinking about if Eve didn't commit the murder, I seemed to have forgotten that someone did, and that someone didn't want to be found out. I started doing the math in my head. Yes, there were four people on the list, but maybe those were all decoys too. There were 400 people who had gone into the building that morning. Triple that if you include SOs and family members who could have figured the system out, and then add close friends. By the time I had run out of multipliers, my list of suspects was the entire population of progress, which was, incidentally, the number of people who had a profound dislike of Liam Crawford. It all smelt like the third day of a gaming convention, and it was making me extra salty. Eve wasn't there that night, but they knew no one was going to believe a first-night-on-the-job security guard who had just been fired. Not when they had computer records, a history, and a motive. Whoever set this up thought they had the perfect patsy, but they overlooked one thing. Eve's sister was dating the best private investigator in progress. And that was me! The trouble was, as far as I could tell, the only thing that could show it wasn't Eve there that night was written on a single piece of paper in a logbook, current whereabouts unknown. Was it logged in evidence and just been overlooked? Was it still there on the desk? Or had someone taken it? All I knew was that in the most technologically advanced city in the world, Eve's fate, and therefore my girlfriend's happiness, and therefore my happiness, were all dependent on finding a single sheet of paper in a book containing information written with number two pencil. Well, that's progress for you. This episode of World of Tomorrow was written and directed by Benjamin Lancaster. Tim Less is voiced by Brian Balance. Alan Atlas is played by Barry Wallace. The Orange County Deputy is Jake Ramos, and the stenographer is Teresa Hugh. Rick is played by John Sicari, and Chief Maxian is played by Jacqueline Thomas. The Judge is Hal Bowers. John is played by Jeff Evans. Annie is Issa Jones. The Chime Voice is Jacqueline Thomas. Associate Producer Naomi Addison. Music by Trash Chan. Zotair Zeta. The score to The World of Tomorrow can be heard at prototypeworldoftomorrow.bandcamp.com. Creator, producer, and showrunner, Benjamin Lancaster.
If you enjoyed this episode of World of Tomorrow, please go to iTunes and give us a five-chime review. And we really mean it this time. We'd really like you to go to iTunes and give us a five-chime review. The World of Tomorrow is copyright 2020, just ahead in a jar, LLC.